I had a very powerful spiritual experience about 15 years ago and a few things that led up to it where I received a very clear message from Yeshua, which is the name that I use for Jesus and Mary Magdalene, that part of my purpose on earth was to bring balance to the out of balance masculine and feminine energy on the planet. They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. All right. Welcome everyone to our show today. I have a very special guest that I absolutely know you guys are going to love. She is amazing. We've been having some wonderful conversations before we started here. So we have today Catherine Ewing with me and Catherine is a licensed clinical social worker. She is a founder of Sacred Heart Alchemy and is a spiritual focused woman, transformational life coach, EFT practitioner, minister of spiritual peace making psychotherapist and energy healing practitioner. Wow, lots going on there, but we're excited to talk to her. She's also a TED Talk speaker. She also is a co-author of a book, Credible Life, and a workshop and retreat leader. So she just has all of these wonderful traits that, but what I want to tell you a little bit is that she is passionate about helping those she works with to release old beliefs that they have, behaviors, emotions that are keeping them physically, mentally, and emotionally unhealthy and unfulfilled. And she loves helping women in midlife to birth their brilliance. I love that. I just love that so much. So Catherine, thank you so much for being on the show and welcome today. Thank you, Donna. I'm delighted to be here. (laughs) We're so excited to have you. So Catherine, we know that your life probably didn't start with all of these degrees and modalities and things that you have learned. So can you tell us a little bit about your story and why you decided to invest in so many different things? Well, I, I'm happy to, and I'll try not to take up our entire time with that. First of all, I think I'm a natural speaker. I mean, I think I just, I love learning. I love growing. I love puzzles and understanding things and figuring out how the pieces fit together. And I also love sort of mystery and mysticism. I say, I always say my first act of sort of feminism was, was announcing I was going to be a priest when I was seven. Oh, <laughs> and oh then being goodness. told you are not, <laughs> you're a girl. And I was like, darn. Girls so, can't do but, that. Now I sort of, I grew up in this big loving family and then Uh, as all families have, we had our tragedy. My mom passed suddenly when I was 22 uh, and really just starting my life. It was literally my last day of college classes. And so instead of attending graduation, we buried my mom 
And, and I was married quite young, which was quite a surprise to me because I was such a feminist. I thought, I'm not going to get married till I'm, blah, blah, blah. well, you know, you're not the right <laughs> person or whatever. So she passed two months before I got married. And then, you know, fast forward, I got a degree in social work because I knew that I wanted to do something in the helping profession. So uh, I, I had an undergrad degree in sociology and psychology and women's studies, and then got a master's in social work. And then we started to begin a family. And then two months before our first son was born, my father passed away. So I have this, you know, mix of joy and loss and grief, you know, mixed in together. And two major tragedies right before two major events. Yeah. And then, you know, I was 30, not quite 30, and starting to raise a family and had neither of my parents, who were wonderful parents, to um, go to. And, you know, it's, it's still one of my deepest regrets that my children never um, got to meet my parents. So, and, and I also, I grew up in a large Irish Catholic family and one of my brothers struggled tremendously with mental health issues. And so I think there was always a pull, you know, how, where there's trauma, you know, we often, that often gets woven into where we feel drawn in life. So that was sort of the early stuff. Um, And then I was doing very grassroots social work, domestic violence, sexual assault, rape crisis work, really hands-on in the trenches, social work. And I had this calling to do therapy. And I was like, no, that's not, that's not what I want to do. That's, you know, that's for wealthy people to contemplate their belly buttons, right? But it was a calling. And so I followed it. And once I got into a more traditional social work setting, I realized that traditional talk therapy was not gonna work for me. It wasn't helping me take my clients really into the deep healing work that I felt I was called there to do. And that's where that whole string of going down the path of trying to find ways to work with clients. So I did so much, you know, I did my own yoga and meditation and got trained in seven or eight different energy healing modalities, got called into a, a very alternative ministry program that was all about the divine feminine and using the law of attraction. And so it was everything that I loved, everything that I loved. And I, I'm still doing that, you know, I'm still taking classes. And um, so that was the bringing all of those pieces together to really help clients um, go into the subconscious, got, dive into the trauma in a safe and a secure way with tools and techniques that were going to help them move the energy and the energy imprints that were held in their body, in the subconscious, in the neural pathways, right? In there, in the wiring of the brain, which is something we can't do when we just talk, when we move the pieces around the chessboard. You know, if you think mm-hmm. about the, uh, an image of um, an iceberg, that little three to 5% is what we know that we know. The rest is what's really moving that thing around. That's true. (laughs) So unless we're diving in, we can't do the work. And then the other significant piece just to mention is, as you and I spoke about, I was married young at 22. At 52, I made the very difficult decision to leave a 30-year marriage. And at the same time, I left the jobs that I had I left my home, I 
because my children were living there with their father. I left my pets. I left my financial security. I moved into uh, a 200 square foot studio and I opened a healing center. And I just started sort of this whole new journey at 52. I'm going to say, I don't advise anybody do it the way I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a little extreme. Um, but when you have a calling and you feel driven to do that, it's almost like you feel like you can't not, right? Yeah. And I feel like I had been building my spiritual muscle for so many years that it, I wasn't, I mean, I was sad. It was a difficult decision to, you know, break up my family system in that way, mm -hmm. but I wasn't afraid like for myself, like would I make it, would I be able, I just, I just trusted that if that's how God, the universe, source, creator, creatrix, all that is, whatever language you want to use, was calling me into that, then I would be given what I needed. Um, and it had been such a journey of self-transformation, um, which then, you know, I love the image of turning around and handing my, you know, holding my hand out to a woman a chain of women coming behind me, right? To help them take those, again, maybe not the same exact steps that I took, but the steps that it's going to take for them to move through whatever they're overcoming, whatever their soul chose to experience in this lifetime so that they can live into the highest expression of themselves. Oh, I just got chills. Wow, that. <laughs> that that is pretty powerful. I actually yeah. love that. Yeah. So, so you actually experienced a lot of these things. I'm guessing a lot of the modalities that you were going through, a lot of the things that you were doing was for your own personal healing from the beginning, I'm guessing. Well, yes, both. I feel as though that's the path I was drawn down to explore these things. I mean, I knew in my mind that I was looking for ways to work with clients, but honestly, many of the things I did in the beginning were the energy healing wasn't always appropriate to use within a therapy setting. Mm -hmm. I could, you know, if somebody had a headache, I could help clear their energy or, you know, whatever. But it was when I found emotional freedom technique in 2006, and it was like the, the angelic choir started to sing because for me, EFT, which is tapping in case people don't know, maybe they've heard tapping, not EFT is where you're usually using the body and tapping on the acupuncture points while you're talking about and focusing on a trauma, a belief system, an event that happened, a fear, um, uh, uh, an emotion that's, that's feeling perhaps overwhelming. So you're bringing attention and you're talking about it while you're tapping the acupuncture points on the body. So you can move the energy sure. and discharge what's been stuck in the energy body, what's been suppressed by using this particular technique. So I found that to be the perfect blend of sort of talk therapy and using the energy work. And honestly, Donna, I think if I had not found EFT, I wouldn't have been able to continue as a psychotherapist because the talk therapy just, I felt like I was almost re-victimizing clients by having them talk about their trauma without really having the tools to help to them do anything about heal it. it. Mm -hmm. And what I love about EFT is that they can take it home with them. It's portable. 
when they're feeling anxious, when they're feeling worried, if a memory is coming up that's making them feel out of sorts, they can tap on it in the moment if they, if they have insomnia. And, and really, it's a self-help tool. And then can we you can work take on us the deeper through? stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you take us through, like, if someone had some kind of trauma, and, and let's just say I have a listener that's listening right now, and they are going through some you know, there's some energy that's stuck in their body and they know it's there. They just don't know how to get rid of it. Can you kind of take us through a little bit of the steps of of what to do to kind of release that? If just to give them some kind of technique to use. So they may or may not be aware that they've had a trauma. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's so deep in the subconscious, we don't know, or we don't think Mm -hmm. of it as trauma. It's like, well, that's just what my family did. My father lined Mm -hmm. us up and whacked us with a belt every night yeah. if he didn't like, you know, how we set the table. I don't know. Right, right. But so, but with EFT, it doesn't matter. You don't have to know. Mm-hmm. So there's basically two parts. And I start by asking the person when, just if you're holding in mind the thing that you want to work on, whether it's a physical pain in your body, whether it's a repetitive thought that you're having, whether it's a belief about yourself that, you know, is not helping whether it's self-sabotage or drinking too much wine or whatever, just hold that in your mind and then notice where you feel it in your body. Mm-hmm. Like, is it a tightening in your chest? Cause it's all somatic. Is it, do you feel your throat closing up? Can you feel tears welling up? Does your stomach start to churn? Do you get, you know, whatever. So I use this triangle. The first is what do you notice physically that's happening? And then what thoughts are connected to that? I'm such a loser. You know, I hate my father. I'll never forgive my uncle for what he, like whatever the thoughts are that are connected to that thing. And then what are the emotions that come up? Shame, anger, resentment, betrayal, right? And then I use that language to then craft um, a script to tap with. And we I love that. Yeah, because it's in using the words that are closest to what the client shares with me, that even that in and of itself is healing, that I've taken the time to listen. I've accepted their words and now I'm giving them back to them. Hey, you know, people say to me, oh my God, how did you just remember everything I said to you? It's, it's like you just, <laughs> it's like you were in my head, but I, you know, I've been doing it for so long. But so once I, ha- I have an idea, <clears throat> then there's two parts. There's a beginning where we tap on the side of our hand and we do what's called a setup phrase. So I'm just going to say, you know, even though I'm so angry with my sister for stealing my boyfriend, <laughs> I deeply and completely love and accept myself and all my feelings, even though I'm so angry that she snuck him right out from underneath me when she knew I liked him. I deeply and completely love and accept myself, even though I'm still so mad at her and it's been 30 years and it feels ridiculous, but I still, I still feel angry with her and I deeply and completely love and accept myself. So we set it up. So we're telling the, the brain and the consciousness Mm-hmm. what it is we're working on. We're like lining our ducks up in a row. And then we start tapping on these different points. She stole my boyfriend. I can't believe it. I'm so angry with her. Even now it hurts my heart. It really hurt me. I loved him. He was the 
first guy I felt like that so I'm not going to go think through the whole yeah, thing but so she's tapping on her head her forehead on these different the acupuncture eye. points yeah all the and they're each connected to one or more meridians mm -hmm. so we're beginning to activate the movement of right, energy right. in the body and before you know it, as someone's tapping, they're yawning, or maybe there's tears running down their face, or maybe they're right. saying, oh, I feel tingles. And we, you know, we do that as many times as it intuitively feels right to do it. You know, there's an art, like everything, there's an art as right. much as a science to it, right? And again, as I said, what I love about it is I can work on deeper things with clients. I mean, you know, I've had clients with all kinds of really significant traumatic issues. But if someone is just, we, we were talking earlier about our brothers and I, I woke up one morning and I just felt out of sorts. And I, I was like, I don't even know what this is, but I just feel out of sorts today. And I deeply am completely. And as I was saying that, I remembered it was my brother's birthday mm. and the tears just started to come. Like I hadn't been consciously aware that that was the day. But as I started tapping and just gently focusing my attention on this dis disruption in my energy field, I just felt off, not quite, then the information came and I was able to release it and discharge it and say, oh, okay, love you, Ed. You know, and then I just kind of, I love that. So it has so many uses, um, which is another reason I love it. I love it because it always works. It's portable. Clients can take it with them and I you can the use FD. it for almost anything. Yes, I was a volunteer so after the school shootings in Sandy Hook, Connecticut for two years uh -huh. with a group of us that used tapping and EFT um, as the primary modality for working with the families, the first responders, grandparents who lived out of state. I would do Zoom uh, sessions with them, people in the community. It was profoundly um, well accepted and very healing for the community. And I can imagine you saw some major healing from these people that you were working with. So that's beautiful. I just love that you were sharing your gifts to share with others. And, you know, EFT is very powerful. And when you use it, like you're doing with other modalities and other things that can really get dive deep into the psyche and really understand where somebody's coming from, it's like a whole new ball game, isn't it? It's like, it is. You can and really I help. And, and a lot of people use it on a superficial level, which is great because when you're using it yourself, you know, that's, but you know, the, the part that I find amazing is how we, I can bring people into healing very deep trauma because the tapping regulates the amygdala, which mm -hmm. is the part of the brain that's always on high alert. Am I safe? Am I safe? Am I safe? And if it doesn't feel safe, it'll send the message and then the adrenaline and the cortisol will start running through like that fight or flight or panic response. But as we're tapping, we're sending messages through the neural pathways that you're safe. And so we can dive more deeply into these very difficult, it doesn't mean there's no emotion. It doesn't mean people you know, don't have upset, they do, but it's not so much that we can't gently move forward with the work of releasing the imprints of the trauma and right. being able to have them say, 
I had an experience the other day. I drove past a place where my older son was molested in daycare 32 years ago. Oh my goodness. And I was meeting a friend down the street to go for a walk. And I hadn't been in that area in that long. And I got there a little bit before her and I sat in the car and I just started tapping, you know, even though I've been holding on to some of this for 32 years now. And it's affected my son and his son in a chain of events, my grandson, because trauma lives through generations. Right, right. So anyway, I'm-, I'm Oh, no, this is good. I this is good. This. I, I really love that we're talking about that. And I think it's great that you shared a little bit deeper into EFT because I think people need to understand a little bit of kind of how it works and it is unique for everyone not you know not everyone is saying the exact same thing it's it's finding out what your trauma is finding out what your thing is and being able to tap and release that and get rid of it yeah so I love that you are helping and you you help women exclusively is that right well, I would say primarily. I mean, I've been, okay. you know, I've been a practicing psychotherapist for 27 years. So, mm -hmm. you know, and I've, I've worked with men along the way. In fact, some of my most powerful, you know, healings have been with men, but mm -hmm. my primary focus is with women. I, I had a very powerful spiritual experience about 15 years ago and a few things that led up to it where I received a very clear message from Yeshua, which is the name that I use for Jesus and Mary Magdalene, that part of my purpose on earth was to bring balance to the out of balance masculine and feminine energy on the planet um, as a way of co-creating heaven on earth. And that, oh, I wasn't, you know, it's like, I, I don't know, I don't know what the manual is for that. Like, I'm not sure how to do that. But what I've discovered, for me, my piece, because I don't in any way think that I'm alone responsible for this. I think there are millions of light workers on the planet right. at this time doing this kind of work. But my piece, I think, is to bring the healing to the wound of the feminine, individual women and collectively, because as we heal ourselves, so I'm getting buzzing again, as we heal ourselves, we heal the collective, right? And we heal the generations back. I just I just did a healing yesterday where literally five generations back of the women who had suffered abuse, maltreatment, um, we could feel the healing go all the right. way back. Generation. Oh, so yeah. it's such and and of course forward as well, because energy, you know, it just moves in every direction. So, but Yes, so I work with individual women. I also teach other social workers how to do some of the mind-body work that I do. Tapping is one thing, a couple other things. So, um, and I do coaching groups. And um, now that life is getting a little bit back to normal, hopefully some retreats again, because I love bringing yes. women together in circle mm -hmm. and ritual and having that sort of sacred time to really dive in and... Um, oh, I love that. Yeah. So um, if someone was to want to find out more about you, where would they actually be able to go to find out? Um, well, my website is Sacred Heart Alchemy, www.sacredheartalchemy. Um, there's, there's contact information right there on the first page. It's My website is sort of in transition because I am in the process of organically letting go of my therapy practice and um, 
doing more of the coaching and speaking mm -hmm. and, and retreat work, but that's how they can find me. Um, also, I can send you, I realize, uh, um, you know, I, I do have a free gift, but it has enough of a mouthful of a Yes, URL. I was going to ask you about that because you have a freebie for my, my listeners as well. So tell me a little bit about what that is and what they can receive from that. The, um, the one that I'm thinking of, because I've created several different ones, but the one that I'm thinking of um, is about a 20 minute guided meditation to reach um, your higher self, to speak to your higher self. Is this um, to discover your divine uh, purpose? Discover your divine purpose. Right? Okay, so, that's what I have And then down. there's also um, a journaling a uh, little workbook that can go. Oh, okay. It's just, it's not really a workbook. It's about 10, 10 questions, but mm -hmm. to things to pull out of from the, um, from the meditation. And uh, awesome. Yeah, Very it's cool. Really, it's really well, great. I um, will make sure we have the uh, links to be able to link to those things so that people can easily get to your website and also to your freebie. Um, and I didn't give you full warning of this, but I usually ask my guests, and I apologize for not telling you this ahead of time, but I usually ask my guests one question, and that is, what is the one thing that really made the biggest transition for you, the biggest shift that you could share with our guests? And maybe you've already shared it. Maybe it's EFT. I don't know what yours is, but um, something that they could do that can help them get through some of their past traumas and, and situations that they're dealing with. I, I would say um, if it's for them to help move through their past traumas that I would recommend EFT. So I also have a YouTube channel um, where there are some tapping videos on there. There's also the heart brain coherence, which was my Ted talk. Um, I used, I did the heart brain. It's a three minute exercise. There's a longer, a little bit longer version of that along with the explanation about how it changes the brain chemistry because this three minute exercise will change the flow of the chemicals in your body for six hours. So instead of running adrenaline and cortisol, which we tend to do too much because we're in that high anxiety, we're all stressed out, that you know, kind of fight or flight response. When we do this very beautiful, very simple three minute exercise, it literally switches, the flips the switch and we start running the dopamine and the serotonin and sort of the calming and healing chemistry and hormones through the body. So not only are we feeling better in the moment as we, you know, help, you know, calm down our anxiety in the moment, but we're now allowing this more healing chemistry to run through our body and begin to heal us at a cellular level. So if you do that multiple times a day, and it literally only takes three minutes, <laughs> and you can it's a great return on your investment to get six hours worth of healing chemicals running through your body as opposed and what to what exactly is it they're doing again? It's called the heart brain coherence. Okay. Um, it's a three minute exercise, which I'd be happy to do if you sure, want. Sure, sure. I would love right. for you to. I think it, that would be awesome. All right. And as I said, there is a, it, I did a 
slightly shorter version of it in my TED talk so people can see it there as well. And I also have the exercise with an explanation on my YouTube channel. So, okay. um, and just to give people a, a disclaimer, I am a redhead in most of those videos. <laughs> ah, I decided to take the plunge and let my hair go gray. Um, well, it was going gray anyway, but just let it be itself. So uh -huh. yes, you will see me in my full redheaded. Uh... <laughs> hey, that's okay. I I I think it's. I'm sure it's beautiful, and uh, yeah, I'm excited yeah. to check it out. So this will be a beautiful way, Donna, to close the session. And I'm actually oh, going to awesome. start with uh, some of my favorite things, Ooh. which are the tingshaws. Yeah, uh, and I just love the way they create sacred space. Mark a little distinction between what was just going on and what's going to happen now. Align the nervous system. And with the Tingshas bringing us into this space, I'll just invite you to gently place one or both of your hands over your heart and allow your eyes to lower or close, whatever feels comfortable. And we'll just start by bringing your awareness to your breath, just noticing the flow of breath, your inhalation and your exhalation. If you find a visual helpful, you might even imagine your breath, just like a gentle wave coming in and out of your heart. So this beautiful little wave lapping up onto the shore on the inhalation. And then being pulled back out into the ocean with the exhalation. Breathing in and breathing out. Staying with that flow of breath and stretching the breath out to a count of six seconds each for the inhalation and the exhalation. Breathing in. and breathing out. And continuing with your easy, gentle flow of breath, I'm just going to bring four or five words, like a little mantra, and you can just listen or you can repeat them to yourself if that feels comfortable. Gratitude. Appreciation, joy, compassion, love, gratitude, appreciation, joy, compassion, 
and love. Just allow the sound, the meaning, the frequency of those words to move in and around and through your energy body, your mental, emotional body, and your physical body. Perhaps imagining every cell like a little sponge soaking up the healing frequency of those words. Or I like the image of sunflowers turning their faces toward the sun as that beautiful healing chemistry flows toward them. And just staying with that imagery and that breath for another few moments, allowing every cell in your body to drink in and be nurtured by the high vibration, the healing frequency of those words. And then when you're ready, you can gently allow your hands to relax to your lap or onto the table. Just allow your eyes to float open on the wave of breath, perhaps moving your fingers and toes, stretching or yawning to bring yourself fully back into your body and into your space. That was amazing. That was so amazing, Catherine. Thank you so much for doing that. I just thought, yeah, if we could do one for two or three minutes and just give that to someone, why not? So perfect. Thank you so much. That was thank you for allowing the time for that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was just great. I got to enjoy that in the process. So I, I just did it right along with you. Beautiful. Thank you again. And Catherine, thank you for being on this show today. I'm so grateful to have you and to share your message. Is there anything else that we haven't shared that you would like to share before we're done today? Just really my gratitude and appreciation um, for this connection and for being able to share what I love and what I'm passionate about. And I would say for the tremendous courage that I see in women, oh, I'm gonna cry, in women every day who are making the decision to do their deep healing work, break the generational patterns and say no more, it stopped here. Mm -hmm. And then when they've healed to be able to take what they've learned through their own journeys, and bring that back, give that back into the world in some form of service, because that's really the connection that I love, which is the healing from the trauma so that we can step fully into our purpose. I believe there's there's a connection and an integration between what our soul has chosen to experience in this lifetime, the healing and the enlightenment that we move through and then using all of that as a way to bring our highest gifts into the world. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm. We're definitely going to end there because that is perfect. I will agree 100% with that. Thank you again, Catherine, for bringing this beautiful message today and for helping so many wonderful women. I'm excited to share your story and to be able to get you in touch with those women that need you at this time. So thank you for being on the show today. It was my absolute pleasure, Donna. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. 
Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow.